Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Live Truth. I have one of the most amazing people with me. She's one of the closest people in my life. Her name is Natalie Muchenje. Hello Natalie. Hi everyone. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. How are you, Sifa? I'm doing well. And the gag is we've actually been speaking for like two hours before <laughs> starting this recording. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, Natsu, I'm so excited like for you to be on our podcast. Um, so Natsu and I have been friends for how many years now? Um, Two years. Two years. Now. It's only been two it's years. It's only been two years. No, I know lying, it was, it's been two years. Like, we started being friends in 2019. <sighs> Literally. But it feels like we've known each other forever. Wow. And apparently <laughs> she's my twin. Um, we we to... look nothing alike. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> let's settle it right now. We look nothing alike, okay? Yo, maybe I'm going to put a poll maybe in the next week. And I want to see what people say. Because we used to work at reception in the res that we stayed in. And literally, yeah. like, I'd be sitting there working and someone would be like, Hi, Natalie. And I'm... <laughs> It's not Natalie. It's oh, Sifa. hi, Sifa. And you know it's bad when your own friends, your yeah. own friends start mistaking <laughs> us for one another. I think I knew it was bad was when I looked at a photo in my phone. Like, and I was like, hey, is that me? And I clicked on it. And it was you. And I was like, oh. Maybe we do look alike. It's so crazy. You. Wow. But I'm so inspired just by the way you love Jesus and just your faith to... Um, just to trust him for the things that he has promised you. Um, So just starting off, I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to live truth? Well, for me, I think to live truth, when I think of living truth, I think of living, being rooted in the truth. And the Bible tells us that Jesus says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. So living truth is really just living a life, being rooted in Christ, being surrendered to him, and just being led by his spirit. Sure. Yo, that's so cool. And for you, how did you actually get to that place where you could start living out truth or knowing like what it looks like for you to live truth? I think it's been a journey. I think um, it's been such a journey for me, living truth. It hasn't been easy. And I think um, a season where I really started learning about what it means to live a life surrendered to God and to trust Jesus was last year at the beginning of 2020 where I was in a situation where I had outstanding fees and because of that I couldn't register for my final year of studies at GCT and it was really in that season where you know I was really struggling to trust God and to really cling to his promises Mm -hmm. Um, and at the end of that everything worked out but yeah that journey really taught me a lot about trusting Jesus sure yeah yeah and I just love like how you're really just showing how like even the situations that we may find ourselves in like the trials and the tribulations how it actually really comes in and strengthens our faith and mm. helps us to actually know Jesus more and you I remember that was a difficult season. yo it was difficult guys <laughs> it was so difficult <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was so difficult. But you really, honestly, you just still kept on pushing in the faith. Um, but I think it's such an amazing testimony, which I think is so relevant for just mm. the season that we're in now. Like, I don't think there's been a month when I'm on Instagram or WhatsApp yeah. where I've seen someone share like a GoFundMe. 
or some student that I don't know who's like who hasn't yeah. has their feet paid or they mm. they like either foreigner they can't get any bursaries or anything which like which that was situation. my situation exactly. <laughs> and I'm like sure this is a real thing where people are wanting to advance in their lives but yeah. they actually just don't have the resources to do so and they have to crowdfund and everything and it's and I'm like your people like but like I look at that and I see your story and I have so much hope for these people where I'm like yes like step it's out possible. and it's possible that God can and I think for me um making that go get fun fund me account was just really a step a step of faith on my part and the person who suggested that was my sister and you know we had tried different things and tried different ways of raising the money and because it was needed in such a short amount of space of time I knew that we couldn't get that yeah. large sum of money in time to register and so one day she was like, Natalie, why don't you, why don't you sort of go get money? And I was like, what, are you crazy? Like, yeah. <laughs> now I have to get my story out there. And like, oh, like, what are people going to think? And there was that kind of fear. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This is my last option. And just to step out in faith. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And, you know, that's how I created the Go Get Fund Me account and just mm. wrote my story um, and just my situation. And it worked out amazingly. Sure. It it really did. And I'm so grateful because even before then, um, the previous the previous I think it was in the December it was in December of twenty nineteen when I was praying about my fees and just God providing, he reminded me of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm. And at that time I didn't know what Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven was about. And so I just went to my Bible and I looked up the verse and it says, For you know the plans that I have for mm. you plans not to harm you but to give you a hope and a future and mm. i think even then it was god just telling me natalie i need you to trust me sure i have good plans for you i'm not going to harm you so just trust me and i think when i did the go get funding i was also just reminded of that verse as well and throughout that season one thing that the lord kept telling me was natalie trust me trust mm. me trust me trust me and it just reminds me of another time I was walking back from middle during that season. And God was just like, so you really think I'd bring you to UCT? I'd bring you this far just to leave you. Sure. Just to sure. leave you. And for me, I realized that moment that I had so much doubt. I had so much fear of things not working out. But God just reminded me that I'm with you and I'm for you. Um, so it was a very difficult season. I mean, you know, I, I still started, I, I was still attending lectures just so that I wouldn't fall behind. But at the same time, there was that fear of, what if I'm not here next mm. week? What if I never come back to UCT and I can't complete my studies? And then everything that I had planned for my life wouldn't mm. come to pass. But I was just, I got to that point where I just surrendered everything. And I said, God, whether or not I come back to school, you have good plans for me. Whether or not this works out the way I wanted to, I know that everything will work out for my good. Yeah. So I surrendered the situation to you. And God did, ex did exceedingly and abundantly. Sure. That's um, so cool. And I think, would you like to just shed a bit more light to the journey of getting, to, like, obviously God did the miracle, but there was <laughs> that season of waiting and everything. And you did sure. talk about, like, how you had the feelings of fear and just how the yeah. Lord had been speaking just so much truth in you. Mm -hmm. And, like, how did you, um, yeah, like, how did you move your hard to a place where you're like, okay, you know what, I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to still keep pushing. And just like, what were your emotions like up and down? And just even of like the whole story of how it got to that point, um, to that point where God did pull through. 
Okay, so I think after it was, I think it was December, like I said, December or January, I'm not sure which month, but after God gave me that word, um, that scripture of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I was obviously quite hopeful. I was like, God is going to pull through. Mm -hmm. I was excited. And this was the beginning of the year. And then registration, um, right, began. Yeah. And, you know, people started coming back to school and lectures started. And that's when Mm -hmm. (laughs) things kind of took a turn for the worst. Because all the up and down emotions started, um, you know, I tried thinking of ways to raise the money, you know, speaking to my family, speaking to different people, and nothing just seemed to work. Yeah. And um, I got to that point where I was giving up, right? Because literally you are in a lecture and the lecture, the lecturer is talking, but your mind is not there at all because you're just honestly thinking, what am I going to do? How is this going to work out? And at home sometimes... Um, you know, you're trying to sleep, but you can't, and you maybe start crying. Mm. Um, and, you know, I had another friend, and we're going through the same thing. So it was really amazing how we'd strengthen each other. So when yeah. the one person was feeling up, the other one was feeling down, that person would encourage yeah. the other person. Like, keep going, friend, and we'd pray together, encourage each other, just check up on each other constantly. Um, and I think it got to the point where, yeah, I was feeling very you know, just tired of the whole thing, very exhausted, God, why is this happening to me? And just all of these different questions Mm. and frustrations that you feel um, when you're going through, um, you know, a season where it feels like everything is just upside down and you don't know what to do. So I remember one particular day, and this was on Wednesday. Yeah. So the registration for my faculty was closing on Friday, and this was Wednesday. And I was just, I think I was scrolling through Instagram, um, and I was scrolling through Instagram and one of the people that I follow, she's a Christian influencer, mm. YouTuber. She had been doing breakthrough prayers like for the past couple of days. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool. But I couldn't join because obviously I think it was the time difference or I just, I mm. had missed the prayers. And, but then in my spirit, I felt, Natalie, go and claim your breakthrough. Yeah. Like God has done it. Just go and claim your breakthrough. Declare that it has, like God has already done mm. it, that it, that it's finished. Right. And I just had this this energy onto yeah. the Holy Spirit. So I left and I went to the chapel and I just started praying and I was declaring the breakthrough like it is finished. Like, thank you, Jesus, because sure. it's done. Thank you, God. Yeah. That was just faith. Praising I don't know where that, that crazy faith came from before the breakthrough. And um, I remember going home that evening and I'd also been just applying for like jobs during that time, sending out CVs because I was, um, my sister had suggested, you know what, maybe we could work for a little bit if, you know, you can't go back to school this year and then, you know, raise some money mm-hmm. to cover the fees. So I've been sending out CV. So that evening I came back home and I remember Natasha asking me, Natasha's my sister, and she was like, oh, like, have you sent out, did you send out the CVs or like, how did it go? And I was just like, and I told her, and I'll never forget, I told her, it's going to be fine. Like, I just had this reassurance in my spirit that Natasha, God is doing something sure. and it's going to, like, it's going to work out. Like, I had such reassurance mm-hmm. and such trust in God in that moment and literally the next day um a peer of mine who and we attended the same high school she called me and she's like um my mom saw your page and she was with her friend when she saw it and this lady actually wants to help you clear your fees yeah. and it's crazy that the mom had seen it on the Wednesday like sure. after <laughs> yeah. all break the process I was like Jesus yeah. this is you like this can only be you and um um after that we set up a meeting to meet. Um, I met the lady and like a few weeks down the line after a whole process, um, 
my fees were cleared sure. and also yeah my go get funding they were quite um what is this now but anyway after that my go get funding the target for my go get funding was reached and it was just amazing it was just sure. amazing and that was only god that's amazing and um your friend's mom was she saved no, I don't think she was. I don't think she was saved. I, I think, don't think so. Because I remember what you said. Um, you said that you, she saw your page, and then mm. when she went to bed, you couldn't stop thinking about you, and that's what. Yes, that's the crazy thing. That was exactly. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Literally, <laughs> like that, when we met, and she was like, you know, I saw the page, and I just I couldn't stop thinking about, it and I couldn't sure. stop thinking about your story, and I and I said to myself, I really, you know, wanted to help. I wanted to help you. So that's the crazy thing about this whole thing, and I was just in awe, and I just sure. knew. And it's like that she, on awesome. that day that she did your breakthrough prayer was the same night where she couldn't stop thinking about you. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> that was God. And it's just crazy because even um, after, so the same lady, um, my, my, my mom's friend um, from high school, she was also able to um, like spread the word about my go-get funding throughout my high school community. And so mm. that's how I was even able to reach that target. And even after that, I had people um, calling me from different places, wanting to offer help. And it was just amazing to see how God had just started opening those mm. doors, um, you know, opening those doors for me in ways that I couldn't even possibly imagine. So when it, yeah. when it says in his word that he'll do exceedingly and abundantly, sure. best believe God will, he will do, do it. it. Sure. Um, that's crazy faith right there. <laughs> it's, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but God to God be the glory. Sure, it was it was only Jesus. Yeah, that's so amazing just to see how God was just so faithful, um, in keeping His promises. And, exactly. Um, it just reminds me just in Romans four, it talks about the faith of Abraham, and um, I think it's in the verse seventeen and and eighteen. It says that. Um, because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. And I feel like in this situation, it was like you were there, like even <laughs> hoping beyond like hopelessness. Like yeah. how were you able to keep that, to keep hoping? And yeah, just like the same way that Abraham did, knowing um, God's character, like what were sure. key things for you that helped you in, in doing that? Because I think many of us will find ourselves in situations where God has promised us things mm-hmm. and we may even, it may look like it's, uh, I don't know, you know, like where people say like the 11th hour, things are still not <laughs> changing. the God know? of the 11th hour. <laughs> so like how can, would you advise people just to keep their hope even in situations oh. that look hopeless? Wow, that's a very difficult question. Um, I think for me, for me, in my house, (laughs) (laughs) genuinely just trusting God. And I know it's easy to say that. Mm. And I think even in my experience, my go-get funding, when push came to shove, I realized that I didn't trust God. Mm. Um, And in that season, I really learned that trusting God can be very difficult sometimes. It's mm. not easy sometimes. It isn't cute. Yeah. Um, but I think that just choosing, like intentionally mm. choosing to trust God's promises, to trust yeah. God's word um, is very important. And just clinging to that. When I mean cling, I mean cling yeah. with your entire being. Yeah. Because the circumstances 
will look completely opposite to what mm. God has told you, you know, but just to say, okay, just to remind yourself mm. constantly, this is what God has said. This is what God has said to remind yourself of what he says in his word. Okay. Mm. This is what he says. This is what he says. And I think one thing that has helped me definitely is the community of people that I'm yeah. surrounded by people like Siva uh. and many other people who are just also there for me when I couldn't, um, you know, when I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel and when I had felt like I was losing hope, I had people there who were mm. constantly encouraging me, who were constantly uplifting me, constantly speaking life and God's word over me. And that really helps because sometimes you won't be able to see it. Sometimes mm. you feel like giving up. But I'm just grateful for people who are there to hold my hand yeah. and to say, no, sis, but this is what God has said and that mm. it will work out. Um, so yeah, just clinging to God's promises, clinging to his word and... Yeah, just trust what God has told mm. you. I know that sometimes it doesn't look like what's happening now, but trust whatever yeah. God has told you about that situation and just cling to it. Sure. Um, but yeah, so a couple of that also just the grace of God. Hey, the grace of God allows us to trust mm. in Him when we. Yeah, it's not a natural thing. It's not a natural thing. I look back, see, I'm like, no, this wasn't me. <laughs> This wasn't me. Even yeah. this year, I'm like, this wasn't me. This was clearly yes. God working in me. Sure. Um, and so God is just so faithful and so good to empower us, <laughs> yeah. to trust him and to carry on when we don't have the strength mm. to do so. Sure. Um, yeah. That's His grace so is sufficient. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's so cool. Everything that you're mentioning, like just talking about like how it was an empowerment from God that kept you trusting. So I think it's like literally to know that in seasons where we feel like we can't trust God or we don't have faith in God to actually like to be like that guy in the Bible where like, um, yo, this is a moment where I'm just like, Stephen, do you know your Bible? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, I think Jesus had to come and heal his son. And then like the Lord, and then he said to Jesus, help me with my mm, unbelief. Ha- Jesus, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Amen. Yeah. Beautiful. So I think it's like in those seasons where we might just have to do that and just be honest with the Lord about where we're at. Um, And this comes with knowing that we have a relationship with God where we can do that. And actually yesterday you posted something on your WhatsApp status. And and you said, I think it was a person that said that true faith comes from intimacy with the Father. Um, so what helps you in growing, um, in intimacy with God? Wow. Beautiful question. I think that, um, in my journey, one thing I've learned about intimacy is definitely being intentional. Mm. I think intentionality is very important in intimacy, right? In actually prioritizing God, Mm. prioritizing your relationship with him and understanding that, He's the most important person in my life. And therefore, I have to be intentional about Mm. growing our relationship, intentional about spending time with him, Mm. being intentional about studying his word and really pursuing God. Mm. If you seek me, you will find me. If you seek with all your heart, Mm. you know, um, I think that's Jeremiah 29. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I got that right. Yes. Um, So I think a big part of intimacy and pursuing intimacy is just chasing God, pursuing pursuing him, pursuing his presence, and just being very intentional about your relationship and taking it seriously. Mm. Um, and then a, another big part of intimacy. I was listening to this teaching, and it was like intimacy, right? If you break down the word, it's in to me see, 
right? Yes. And that's what the heart of intimacy is about, is about really getting to know mm. another person and them getting to really know you. Mm. And a big part of that and at the heart of intimacy is about trust. Mm. Going back to the trust thing again. Um, because you won't allow someone to get closer to you if you don't trust that person. And I think sometimes it's through these tests, it's through hardships mm. and really tough situations where our faith is not only tested, but it also allows for moments where we draw closer to mm. God and where we learn to trust him more. So even looking back at that season, and even this year for me, I've just learned the importance of trusting God mm. and how that is a way of building intimacy. With yeah. The more I trust him, the closer he gets him. And the more I trust him, you know, um, the more I love him. So, yeah, I think for me, trust has been a very big part of intimacy and just learning to trust God in the good seasons mm. and even in the bad seasons where nothing makes absolute sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? And um, and I think that's what James really talks about, the fact that, yes, we'll go through hardships, but mm. through that, our faith is tested, through that endurance is mm. built in our Christian walks. Yeah, um, and it's so needed, guys. It's so needed. It's so because you really think, God, oh, Jesus, I trust Jesus, I have faith, and then the test, and, and it's put to the fire, and you realize, no, mm. my trust in you is shaky. Um, and so I've just, I've been learning to look at hardships and really tough situations in my life a bit differently, um, as opportunities to just mm. draw close to God as an invitation, sure, to have a more intimate fellowship with mm. Him. Um, it's not easy, yeah. but on the other side of that is intimacy. On the other side of that is yeah. beauty. And also another thing um, with intimacy is just, I've learned in- intimacy also involves being truthful mm. and being vulnerable with God. Mm. And it's so easy to try and, I guess, try to hide things away from God and yeah. bottle things up, speaking from experience, but that's yeah. never good. And just to learn to be vulnerable with Jesus, learning to be honest about how we feel about certain things and not being afraid to have mm. questions for Jesus. Yeah. Like this is now I was really questioning. I had a lot of questions for God and, and just to understand that God isn't afraid of those questions mm. and just being open and vulnerable with him. And yeah, and I think also another part, another important aspect of building intimacy is also knowledge. Um and that comes with studying the word, going deeper in the word. Yeah. Um, to know God more. Yeah. Because yeah. I love what you're saying about that, about knowledge as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was at um, School of the Nations that we did see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I think Pasenis, what he was just talking about worship mm-hmm. and worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And that truth aspect, we need to actually know who God is by exactly. saying this word. Because then how can we worship <laughs> how you, him? How do we worship like, what are you? <laughs> who are you worshiping now if you actually don't know who God is? So exactly, we do have to develop that knowledge mm. through scripture and through the truth. Yeah, that's a firm foundation. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I think like um, I don't know. I've even seen it in my life, in my life, or just in the generation that we live in. Like it's we're very busy people and mm. do do do, and we we be with people all the time and stuff. Um, how like can you talk about like the importance of intimacy with Jesus and like the secret place and just yeah being with the Lord. Sure. In these days, the secret place is important, guys. The mm. secret place—it's <laughs> so important. Um, speaking from my own journey, 
I don't think I can describe, I don't think I have words to describe how important the secret place is, mm. especially as believers. And, um, <laughs> don't even have words but I was thinking about this and without intimacy without the secret place I have no life you, you know, I uh, have no life and I think we always joke about this you know like how before coming to Christ even though we're alive we're zombies we're dead mm-hmm. people walking and you know we come to Christ and he gives us this life um, but it's so important for us to be intentional about our relationship with him, about growing mm-hmm. intimately with him, because it's for our own good. Yeah. Um, it's the only way that we can grow, the only way we can get to know him more, the only way we can produce fruits. So much can be said about intimacy with Christ, but for me personally, without intimacy with Jesus, I have no life. Mm-hmm. I have no life. And he came to give us that life. He came for us to enjoy that abundant mm. life. And we can only do that in the secret place. Um, and we can only... Hmm. Yeah, no, don't have ways. <laughs> but, yeah, intimacy with Jesus is very important. Mm. And it's something that we need to prioritize. Yeah, you. I love that because there will be things that we'll be able to learn from our friends, from podcasts, from exactly. church. But the I only mean, things we can only learn from Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Straight from him. That's so true and so good. Exactly. Because, sure. like, oh, there's just so much I want to say, but <laughs> life. Life. It's <laughs> life-giving. It's life-giving. Especially in this age that we're living in where there's just um, so much deceit, um, so much, yeah. so much ugliness, mm. you know, it's so important for us to just stay yeah, yeah connected, connected sure. to the vine. Literally. And I think like even eating real bread, like I think um, I did a course by Lisa, Lisa Vivier a while back in 2019 on Without mm-hmm. Rival. And I think she was just talking about, um, I can't remember which scripture she referred to, but she was just yeah. talking about like how when we listen to like someone else's teaching or we listen to... Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, breadcrumbs. She, she gets it. Now y'all are going to get it too. <laughs> We're out here enjoying the revelation and not sharing it. <laughs> the rhema. <laughs> um, she was talking about basically like listening to teachings or mm. yeah, like even sharing with a friend, like telling, like me telling you what I've experienced from God. That's literally me just sharing breadcrumbs with you because I've already eaten my bread. And now as having time with Jesus in the secret places where we can actually get our bread and get full because the breadcrumbs will never sustain us. Exactly. You will never be able to be sustained and fulfilled from breadcrumbs. Yeah. Why would you want secondhand breadcrumbs when you can have first-hand ex- bread? Exactly. So we need to be, and that's what happens in the secret. We are fed in the secret place. We are restored in the secret place. Um, we receive love in, yeah. the, in the secret place. We worship in the secret place. We learn so much about who we are and about God in the secret yeah. place. The secret place is everything. And you will never be fulfilled from anything or anybody else. Yeah, sure. It's so never. true. You can't, guys. You can't. And it's so good. Like, it's so important for us. Like, I was actually thinking about that this week. Mm. Which is like, there's nothing else I can satisfy me but Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> like, I really thought about it. Like, there's been a lot of good things happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And... And, like, obviously, it's, like, some troubles. But, like, those good things are really good things. Yeah. And I'm, like, it's cool. 
But I'm like, it's not Jesus. It's not Jesus. It's not Jesus. And I was like, I'm glad my heart is in a place where I can be like, oh, it's good, but it's not Jesus. It reminds me of that song. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longeth after you. Mm. Like no one else can satisfy except Jesus. Jesus. Not your friends, not your family, nobody, not your academics, not, not your boy, not a boy, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody except Jesus Himself. And so, secret place is everything. Yeah, secret place is everything. And like sometimes you probably have noticed, you know, when you have been neglecting your secret place and your quiet mm. time. Things just go jiggy jiggy. Every, yo. <laughs> Things just go jiggy jiggy. <laughs> everything irritates you though. <laughs> I don't know. Everything. And things just start, You things just start fumbling. Yeah. And I think I was just reminded even of the fact that like God created us for intimacy. Mm. He created us for relationship. Yep. He created us for communion with him and he's mm. placed that in every single person's heart. Mm. Um, about that's there's that scripture that talks about how he has placed eternity within us. Yeah. Like he's placed a longing mm. for him in mm. every single person's heart. So only he can fulfill that longing. Sure. And so whenever we start thinking that that longing can be fulfilled, can be fulfilled by all these other things, that's when it ends in tears. Sure. It will end in tears. It because end in tears. the only one who placed, the only person mm. that can fulfill that longing is the one who placed it there. Sure. You're making me want to like, just like stop this recording and just start praising <laughs> and worshiping. Yes. And the tongue start coming. <laughs> Holy Ghost fire. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, the secret place is so important. And sure. May we never forget that. Yeah. May we never neglect that. Yeah. Um, I have one question for you. It's very random. Um, I was just thinking about something yesterday. And I was just like making me so aggravated, and I wanted—I yeah. didn't know how I'll talk about it on my podcast. It's not that big. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Um, but the question I want to ask you is: What's one common saying that people say, like whether about God, or about God, or something that you know is definitely not true, but like everyone just <laughs> thinks it's true, or like a, or a misconception mm-hmm. that you see that a lot of people have about God, or? Or Christianity or something that people always just say and people and even Christians themselves believe it, but it isn't true. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so I think one thing that really irks me about something about God that now I'm speaking from experience now, um, mm. and my own journey. One misconception I had about God is that like I couldn't hear from him. Yes. That's a big one for me. Oh That's my a goodness. big one. That's a big one. Do you remember like in is it in second year? Yeah. Um when you and Tokoza, so Sifa and Tokoza was, was my small group leaders at Rez in second year at Tagwal. And whenever you guys would, would pray for us or pray for me, and then you would say, I feel like the Lord is saying this. So I feel like the Lord is saying that. And I was, I, in my head, I was like, are these girls okay? What do they mean the Lord is saying? Like, God actually yeah. speaks to people? Like, what? This is insane. Um, but having grown in my own relationship with God, guys, God speaks, and God can speak to every single one of us. And I know I have grown up with this um, misconception that, oh, God only speaks to the pastors mm. or the men and women of God and all the um, inverted commas, holy people, yeah. whatever that means. But that is not true. God can speak to anyone and everyone. Yeah. And I've realized that he does that in so many different ways, you know. And so that's one misconception that I I completely... Yeah, he can speak to all of us. He can speak to all all, of us. All believers. Everyone. And even to Mm non-believers. Like, even before um, being saved, like, God was 
speaking to me then i just didn't realize it and i just didn't know it was god and you hear instances of people saying that um you know um you know they had a dream or a vision Mm. or they had a supernatural experience and they often don't realize that it's god speaking which is also why i always um tell you guys to take note of your dreams because god speaks dreams (laughs) next time natalie's coming back she's going to speak to speak to us about dreams. god speaks to dreams um so that's one misconception i really hate god can speak yes and he does he does he does he does to everyone yeah and you can hear exactly and obviously with time um you know you'll be able to discern his voice better and mm. hear him more clearly. You'll hear him more clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but God does speak. I think that's sure. one misconception that I hate. What's one misconception that you hate? Oh, my one. This comment saying, God what? only helps those who help themselves. Why? The tables are shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people say that? That sounds like so much pressure. And that's literally you're living under law and not grace. God only helps those who help themselves. How did we wow. get saved? Were we helping ourselves when we were living in sin and Jesus died on the cross? No. no. <laughs> so what is this thing? Oh my gosh, I never actually... And I used to say that a lot, eh? Everyone! God helps those who help themselves! <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I don't have a father that has mercies that are new every morning. Amen. That, e- that extends his grace to me. That empowers me. When I can't help myself. Exactly. Like, if I'm finding myself in a pit, God's the one who's going to lift me up. If I can't do anything and I just call no. out to him... He's going to come and help me. Exactly. I'm like, hectic. Guys, please. <laughs> Sorry. going to stop saying that now. Yeah. I, I never actually realized it, so I'm glad that you... So I was just... I just heard someone up. say it one day, and I was like... It's just like tricky. I didn't... You know, like, the moments where someone's sharing about mm. their... Like, you just don't know what to say. And you're just like, oh, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> God, how's this? Help themselves. I don't... And I think it's like... Like, I think there are situations where, like, especially I think mm-hmm. a lot of people use it as preferred more, like, in the academic space where, like, courses showering, may have not studied enough, da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the Lord, like, will teach us in different ways. Like, maybe he will, like, we can come to God, ask for mercy, being like, okay, God, I haven't been stewarding my schoolwork well. Can you please help me out? And there, there are those situations where it does yeah. happen. We are going to need God's help. And there might be seasons where God is going to, like, teach us through those failures to work better. Hmm. Um, but I do think that, like, God is always helping us. And always. Every so day, true. he's always with us. Like, he, he gave us the Holy Spirit as our helper. Mm. And Preach, mama. There's nothing, like, I don't know, like, I just think, like, that saying just makes us live in a, like, just, like... I have to do everything in my own strength. Exactly, and therefore, then God is going to come to me. Sure. Instead of just, like, living out of a place of surrender. Mm. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that was just, like, something random. That's Uh, so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I really did. Sure, Thank you so much for being on Live Truth. I oh, I enjoyed this episode so much, and I think you came for my edges. I, I'm gonna like kick her out of my house now and go into the secret place right now because I'm like I need to do business with people. Um, thank you sure. so much for having me. Um, it's been such a pleasure and an honor to be on your podcast. Like I can't believe I'm here. Like it looks like I'm calm, but. I'm screaming. <laughs> I scream my inside because this is amazing. And I think um, I'm just grateful for you mm-hmm. and for everything that you're doing, inspiring lives and touching people. We love to see it. Um, 
Yeah, guys, follow, like, subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Comment down below. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Yo, thank you guys so much for listening to Live Truth. And just remember to always think truth, speak truth, and, and live truth. truth.